What's happening, fam? This is Chris Harper, CEO of Better Man. I'm so grateful you're joining us for this episode of the Better Man podcast. This season is brought to you by our friends at Aroga Drive. Check it out at arogadrive.com. Also, check out the link in the show notes. When you purchase Aroga Drive, a portion comes back to benefit Better Man. Clean energy for all your daily needs. Arogadrive.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Better Man Podcast. My name's Adam here with Chris. Uh, Chris, today we are talking about the new series that Better Man has, Better Man Defined, uh, part four, Bettering God's World. Last week, we talked about the church, and today we're going to talk about children, that uh, our children help us better God's world. Can I share like a conviction I had on this recently? Uh, Or conviction or like eye-opening? So uh, we'll timestamp this. This is, you know, we're recording this right around the beginning part of the new year and uh, 24. So I just listened to Walter Isaacson's biography of Elon Musk uh, in the fourth quarter of, uh, of 23. And one of the things, you know, fascinating read, but one of the things that I was surprised by Elon was his views on populating the earth uh, and his views on children. Huh. And so he believes that the declining birth rate is one of the existential threats to humanity. And so he, that's one of the things he goes around and preaches, so to speak. And he believes it so much. I did not realize that dude's got like 10 or 11 kids. Elon Musk? Elon Musk. Now, the means is what she's going through to get that. (laughs) Not part of the Better Man curriculum, okay? (laughs) But nonetheless, it was like, like, that's really interesting that this is a guy, very thoughtful guy. You know, I I just kind of feel like we're all privileged we get to watch this guy right now because he's just... He's Tony Stark, right? Uh, he's, sure. he's, a, he's a movie character in real life, but something that lines up, I think, very much with the heart of God, which is uh, kids are a blessing, right? They're a Come blessing on. and have kids. And, um, and so it was just an interesting tidbit and kind of relevant to today's conversation on bettering God's world. Because I think Elon, if he's listening to this episode, would go, amen, I'm going to share this episode. I agree. <laughs> Children are a part of the way of bettering God's world. Come on, Elon. We need you to like this episode. That's bro. right. <laughs> so, uh, so this may be counterintuitive um, for some to think about this, and uh, I got some other stories I'll share, just some anecdotes as as we go along the way. But uh, why was this included as part of bettering God's world? Because again, this may be puzzling for some people to go, really, like me, my kids. Have you met my kids? <laughs> like they, they don't, they're not bettering anybody's world right now. So. Uh, uh, talk more about that. Why, why is this a part of that defined series? Well, it's a part of bettering God's world because God said it is. Um, when he gave us the creation mandate, he told us to be fruitful and multiply. That's right. And and he wants us, uh, think about that, right? So the Imago Day, we're all made in the image of God. I, I, I tell people all the time, what, what makes abortion um, horrendous? isn't necessarily the fact that we're that we're taking the life of a child which which I believe we are but more so we're stopping the image of God from going forth into the earth that's great I when God that. says when God says um you know be fruitful and multiply he's saying listen um I am a holy good and and I'm going to get in trouble for saying this but he's like this holy narcissistic god that wants to see his image everywhere 
Right. Like right. he wants to see his image in a good way populate the world right and and that's what that's what we get the privilege of doing we get the privilege of of being image bearers who create image bearers of the most high god yeah and 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 he commands us to do that so a way we better god's world is by is by having children right i've done my part i have four children um uh but more so it's not just bettering though it's not just having those children but it's training them up uh, to know and to honor the Lord. That's, that's where the real work happens. The, the, the easy work is, is in making them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. And, and, and the is. more fun work is in making yes. them. <laughs> yeah. The um, hard work is, is training them up. <laughs> uh, yes. And that's where every guy listening right now that had a hard morning driving their uh, son or daughter to school is saying, amen. Uh, with that. So I remember I had just graduated from college. I think I was somewhere in New York, like upstate New York on an audit, like helping out another office. And the partner at this office took us all to lunch and he had just had a baby. And he sat there and like described just how awesome it was, right? Like this happened and this happened, and this happened. And then he was just like, it just blows my mind. This whole thing is free. Right. Like I just get to have kids for free <laughs> that it's uh, it was so much fun and it's so miraculous. And like, I, you know, of course we paid because we did it in a hospital, but right. we didn't have to. Right. It could have just been all free. And so I just thought that was such a such a great perspective on all of it. But I love the distinction there. So, yes, this is be fruitful and multiply um, as as followers of Jesus. One of the best ways uh, and this is going to sound so tactical here, but one of the best ways to keep populating the earth with other followers of Jesus is to have babies. Um, Absolutely. And so that, that's one way to do that. But the second part, the hard part, is now the discipleship of the kids. And again, in this outsource the hard things culture that we live in, there's a lot of dads out there that may just sit there and go, first of all, I don't feel equipped to do that. That feels really hard. Uh, feels like, like a lot of work with no immediate reward. But listen, this is where, this, this is where our kids need us is to help, help them with that, right? That's right. And for, for all you men, and, and there's a lot of men I know because I hear it everywhere I go, they don't feel equipped to do that. What I want to give you today is just one tool. Hmm. I want to give you one pro tip that every man listening can do, and that's, that's what we call the Father's blessing. Hmm. Every one of us dads, we have the ability um, to bless our children. And, and when I'm talking about the father's blessing. I'm talking about giving your children the authorization and empowering your children to grow in Christ likeness. That's, That's what so the good. father's blessing. And people ask me all the time, Chris, you talk about the father's blessing. What is the father's blessing? It is you authorizing and empowering your children to grow in Christ likeness. And when, and when you as a child receive the father's blessing, you receive the permission and the affirmation to become the, the, the person God has designed you to be. And every father can do that for their child. Yeah. Yeah. And now are you talking about like a ceremony or are you just saying that this is a, this is a lifestyle that in that you are blessing them? Because when I, when I think of the father's blessing, I mean, candidly, what I go back to is the final scene in Steinbeck's book, The East of Eden. Where, where he is like, you know, basically saying, uh, thou mayest to a son who he thought, you know, the son thought his destiny was, was sealed and his fate was sealed. And his father kind of spoke that blessing uh, to him. Is that what you mean? Kind of that ceremonial moment or is it, is it more subtle than that? Yeah. So yes and yes. 
Yeah. Um, it definitely is a lifestyle where you're, where you're affirming and empowering your children um, as they grow, but often it culminates in a moment okay. where they're transitioning from kind of boyhood to manhood and you're affirming you have everything it takes to be God's man. So, so the answer is, is yes and yes, but it's important to note that, that the father's blessing, like the affirmation, the encouragement, it can't be solely tied to your child's success or to an event. Hmm. Right. It has to be it has to be gave in the way that God gave it to Jesus. Jesus comes out of the water after his baptism and Jesus and God says, this is this is my son whom I love and I'm pleased. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's acknowledged as a son. He's told he's loved long before he ever does anything. Yeah, that's right. Really he, good. he wasn't working to earn the father's love. He wasn't working to earn his sonship and neither should your child. Too often I see men get this wrong, right? They tie the affirmation. They tie the empowerment onto something their child has done well. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and that creates a host of problems, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And, and listen, it, we've all been there, done that. And it's, it does create a host of problems, but they can be repairable. Uh, now while they're still in the house. And, and so um, it, it's not irreparable from that perspective. Yeah. I think that's good because I think as dads, you know, it is so fun to speak encouragement. Maybe it's just my personality type, but it is so fun and easy to speak encouragement. And they're like, you just get so proud when they score. Uh, They, they do something well at school. They see, you see the way they treated your wife or their, their brother or their sister. Uh, obviously an athletic achievement or something like that, that they do, or an artistic achievement. You're just so welled up with pride. And then you just want to say a bunch of things, you know, and it's just like in that moment to think, all right, that's the moment to try to speak this blessing to them. But that, that could be confusing if it is tied to that. Absolutely. I, uh, four months ago, you know, my son's starting to play flag football and he wants a certain kind of shoe. And he, he, he told me, he said, dad, you know, if you buy me these shoes, um, I'll be faster. Mm, that's good logic. It's, and, and I had to break it to him that, that son, um, you run like your mother, so you'll never be fast. No. <laughs> oh my God. Shots fired. I love it. I that's love it. That's not affirming. That's a joke. No, but, yes. but, but what I really told him was, son, I'm not sure that these shoes will make you faster. I'm going to buy you the shoes. Um, yeah. um, we can afford it. I'm going to buy them. I'm going to bless you with these shoes. But here's the deal, son. I love you just as fast as you are right now. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Like, like that's, that's what I really told him. So, so it is, it's that affirmation. It's that empowerment. And, and, and I want to make a distinction here. The father's blessing is not consent. There's, there's difference between consent and blessing. Consent is when a father allows his child to do what they want. A blessing is when you have the endorsement of your father to live as you should. Mm. That's the difference. There's a yeah. lot of dads. I see a lot of dads giving their children consent when actually they think they're blessing their children, but they're not. Um, in a lot of ways, they're hurting their children. They're just giving them everything they want, everything they desire and ask for. Yeah. And, and, and that's a big distinction. So this is a direct quote from our new curriculum, a direct quote. Biblically, the blessing is like saying, I love you. I affirm you. I am putting my name on you. The blessing gives the child access to everything his or her father has. The blessing gives the child everything they need to live a God honoring life. Hmm. that's what the blessing does. Yeah. Is there, I know there's some guys probably thinking through this cause I got 15 and 13 year old boys. Um, 
and this this applies to both boys and girls. So this isn't just something that we do for our sons, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then absolutely anybody under our care. That's right. And then is there is there like an age with this? And again, I we're not looking for prescriptions here and formulas, but just some general guidelines to to help you think through that, or is it just going to be really dependent on the kid? It's going to be dependent upon the kid, the situation. Um, if you want to see something phenomenal online, about six months ago, Tony Evans surprises Kurt Franklin on stage and gives him a father's blessing on stage. Wow. Bro, it will bring you to tears. And Kurt Franklin's 50 years old. Okay. Like, like it'll bring you to tears. I was just, um, not too long ago, I was preaching at a men's conference in Hartford, Connecticut, probably 700 men in the room. And at the end of my my sermon, I just said, hey, if you've never heard your father love say I love you, if you've never heard your father say I'm proud of you, would you just stand up? And I just want to give you a blessing. I just want to tell you what God thinks about you. Mm. Right. I thought maybe 100 men would stand up. If there were 700 men in the room, 650 men stood up. Golly. To where like it took me back. Like I I became emotional on stage like they they, they had just never heard. um you know, I love you and I'm proud of you for no reason other than that you're my son. So so I think I think a two year old needs to hear it. I think a twelve year old needs to hear it. I think your forty your your forty year old son. Yeah. If you're a if you're a sixty five year old dad listening to this right now, call your forty year old son today and just remind him, Hey son, I love you and I'm proud of you for no reason other than the fact that you're my son. And I just want you to know that. That's good. That's it can good. be life changing. It really can be. Yeah. And and listen, I like how we're talking about this in this context of bettering God's world because I think about. Let's just say this. So you go out there in the world. You go to the mall. You go to your local Chick Fil A, your local McDonald's, your local restaurant. You go to Target. You go wherever it is that you go, and you see some kids that are not making the world a better place. Yeah. Right. And we can sit there and we can judge and go, I can't believe. And you've got your own things that you think and say about that. You hear stories about what your kids experience at school and you're like, yeah, why, why do I send them to that school? I wish there was another school that didn't have kids like that, whatever it is. Listen, you can't control any of that stuff, right? You, you can't go and disciple those kids, so to speak, uh, as much as you can with those kids that are sitting around your table when you're driving the conversation uh, at night. And so in this like social media saturated world that we're living in, where we know every problem all around the world, sometimes we just need things to be simplified and just reminded, control what you can control, right? Stay That's focused, right. stay in your lane. And your lane a lot of times is just those kids that are looking up to you, calling you dad. And so do what you can to make the world a better place, place by making some great kids and discipling them. Uh, discipling them and helping them. So I love it that we're saying this. Absolutely, man. And, and I'm going to, I'm going to make you jump into the curriculum. So I'm not going to give you the meat, but there are, there there are three parts of that blessing. If if you're listening right now and saying, okay, Chris, um, I have not blessed my children. I want to bless them today. What, what does that entail? There, there are three parts, um, a father's blessing first. It's just words of acceptance and love. Hmm. It's words of a acceptance and love. And it has to be spoken verbally. Um, this isn't something you do just by action alone, right? Like you have to, you have to say it. The national center for fathering says this. And I quote, I love you. These three words spoken with sincerity and backed up by behavior can demonstrate support, encouragement, 
tenderness and caring as much as anything else a father does. Wow. Just speaking those words. So, so first it's, it's words of acceptance and love. Secondly, it's a display of an active commitment, right? Our actions then must, must match those words of blessing, right? Words alone can't communicate the blessing. They need to contain a willingness to do everything in our power to make the blessing come to be. For right. example, you can't tell your child that you think, um, he's the greatest pianist in the world, but not be willing to provide him a piano. <laughs> like, 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 like you gotta, you, you, you gotta take action, um, um, on the blessing. So, so it's words of acceptance and love. It's displaying an active commitment. And then this is, this is the most important part. The third part, it's proclaiming a promised future. Wow. That's good. As fathers, we must help our children see a future that is full of hope and opportunity. And, and, and if we give our children a sense of, of security now, it will enable them to grow in confidence to serve God and others in the future to serve people then. Right. I so we got to get, we got to paint a picture of a glorious future. And, and we know there will be a glorious future because King Jesus is coming back. Yeah. And what I love about that, especially for those that like in those teenage years, when these kids are facing so much temptation. Uh, to remind them that God is not looking to rip them off and rob them of fun. He, he's trying to set them free so that they can live the best life imaginable. Uh, that is so helpful to be able to do that. So that acceptance and love, that display, right? We've got to be able to show this. And then that proclamation, that vision casting, like to use a leadershipy word, right? You just got to vision cast for your kids uh, on this because where else are they going to hear it? Uh, they're not going to hear about this, this best life imaginable. Uh, from anywhere else, or they're going to hear some bad vision casting. Uh, and right. so we, we got to be that right boy. So, okay. Where, where can people go, uh, grab this curriculum and, and learn more? They want to dive in. Hey, it's, it is out this month, January, uh, betterman.com. It's part four of the defined series. We built, we, we built out a new video, uh, strategy and platform around it. So you're absolutely going to love it. Super interactive. It's great for your small group, large group, sitting around a table, walking, journeying through men yep. through the study, man. Can't wait for you guys to have it. Love it. All right, Chris, as always great to be with you. See you next time. Fam at better man. We're all about helping men win. If you love our weekly podcast, you're going to love our new daily devotional, Better Mornings. Check out the link in the show notes to subscribe or go to betterman.com and sign up for Better Mornings, our 2024 daily devotional. It's everything you need to start your day as a better man.